Guys, this is 1000 Leagues. <laughs> audio recording is on. Audio recording is on. I repeat, audio recording is working. And you're sure. <laughs> this is 1000 Leagues team. Um, <laughs> we succeeded as a team. We fell as a team, right? Okay. <laughs> yep. <laughs> 1,000 Leagues, week 42, and um, we just got finished doing this podcast, actually. And, it was uh, awesome. It was an incredible podcast. I'm really sorry you all are never going to be able to hear it. Because <laughs> we really entertained ourselves for a good 30 minutes before I realized I had not pressed the record button. <clears throat> so, anyway... Um, here we are trying week 42 again, and um, for those of you who don't know or follow us, we didn't release week 41 because <laughs> we were too busy getting ready for our uh, our boat christening. That was this today, uh, April 16th, and uh, so we just wanted to talk again about our <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Everybody's rolling their eyes and wanting to like go to bed. Really, this is Alaska. We'll do this. It'll be fine. We are boat christening today at Old Dominion Boat Club, ODBC, in Old Town, Alexandria. It was awesome. It was was incredible. And, uh, you know, we got the pink rosy cheeks from the sunburn today because the weather was absolutely gorgeous. We had a great turnout. We had uh, just a great uh, outpouring of you know i want to say love support it was and, love and support yeah absolutely. i mean it's just incredible I, i'm really motivated now even more to to do this especially because we've told pretty much the entire world <laughs> that this is gonna happen so we gotta make it happen and um um so a couple of things before we get into the the boat christening i w- wanted to announce that we have jennifer hewlett with us all the way from Nicholasville, Kentucky, and she came up with my sister, Chris Harrison, <laughs> Harrison from Lexington, Kentucky, a 10-hour drive on Friday just for our boat christening, so thank you guys very much. I know I've said that about 16 times already in this podcast. <laughs> Which one? The last, the last podcast. The lost file. <laughs> <laughs> Jennifer, settle down. I need you to be serious for just two more. <laughs> you, you drove up with my sister all the way from Kentucky, so I was just wondering if you had any funny anecdotes.
okay. I'm just, honestly, <laughs> out on any illegal drugs or <laughs> My sister is just crazy. She <laughs> are totally she's, saying. She's off her rocker, yeah. <laughs> I was rotating the champagne glass and on your bone. Oh my gosh. Who's Nice angle and arch. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> we were just really punchy. It's been a really long day. <laughs> so back to Jennifer. And funny anecdotes on your drive all the way from Kentucky here to Virginia. If you'd like to share them. <laughs> just knock it off. So it was, a, it was a boring drive up, huh? It was a boring drive up. Nothing exciting. <laughs> it was a much needed girl time catch up. Um, ten hours of talking. <laughs> non stop, huh? Non stop. hours. Yeah. <laughs> hours. How great to catch up and have that time together to really. <laughs> You know, I, I mean, I'll just share from a man's perspective. That sounds miserable to me. <laughs> Which is why when you guys drive, we So Jennifer, we were talking in the last podcast. Let's try to recapture that special moment. <laughs> how we were relating our our how we came to know each other and how you met Chris. Can you re- oh yeah can you, yeah can you reshare that again? Absolutely. Well, it reshare again. <laughs> yeah. Come on. Keep the energy up. Come on. Take it in. Just one more time. We had a couple different stories we shared last time. Uh, Chris shared one about how we made this same trip back in 1993. We were college roommates, so after college we made this trip together. Um, she may want to share some more about that, but we also <laughs> So, um, but again, we started sharing the story too about how we met, which was kind of a cool story back in college. So we shared that one as well. I don't know if you all want to hear that one again. Yes, they do. <laughs> we actually... It hasn't left the room yet. <laughs> Lost files. Lost files. We actually... We actually both had, um, we had roommates that got along really well back our freshman year um, in our freshman dorm, and they were together all the time. They were in my room all hours of the night, and um, it was kind of frustrating for for both of us, but at the time, I didn't know her, so I tracked her down and said, hey, your roommate is always in my room with my roommate. Do you want to live together? And she said, sure. 
So we we did something crazy and kind of switched roommates that night while they were out, and they got yeah. back home, and uh, we were like, we had switched out all their stuff. So packed, yeah, packed all their stuff out, took it in another room. <laughs> we thought they'd be happy because we did all the work for them going from the third That's floor to the second amazing. floor. Amazing, do that. Yeah. But why? But why would you do that without asking them? We they did. were helping. They knew. Didn't they know? <laughs> They didn't know till they got home. I don't believe. <laughs> no. Sure, no, we wouldn't do that if we didn't ask them. But we knew they were such good <clears throat> friends; they would be so happy um, to be living together when they right. got back home. You knew what so, was best for uh, them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we knew that would be best for them. We could foresee the future on that one. So, and then they'd be being friends about a week later. And <laughs> <laughs> so, what year was this? This was in 1989. Mm. 1989. And so you guys started to be roommates at Georgetown College. Mm-hmm. And you graduated when? 2005? 93. <laughs> <laughs> that was just a little jab. Yeah. yeah we... <laughs> I figured you'd fail the math and wouldn't even laugh at that. But anyway. When did you graduate? 93? Yeah, 1993. Okay. Very cool. And so, uh, and I've met, I've known Jennifer since, through Chris, all this time as well, and, yeah. and they all make Actually, me laugh crazily. Actually, since 1990, <clears throat> because you were at the Citadel, and there was a hurricane, and you, maybe it was 89. No, I went to Texas during the hurricane. No, you did not. I did. What do you mean, no, I did not? You came I to, absolutely did. You came oh, no, Kentucky. I did. <laughs> on my way down. Wait. He even, spent, he even spent the night <laughs> one night with my parents. Yeah, why would you go to Texas? Hey, but I was Jeep. in my Jeep, and when the hurricane... So it wasn't during Hurricane Hugo, because I didn't have... It was not, because I did not have my Jeep then. I rode all the way down to San Antonio. <laughs> I think so, too. And somebody else's truck. Somebody else's Jeep. James. Who does? My mother. She does? She's the cutest thing ever. Oh, well, she's right. Remember, she came to, he came to the house. Oh, my God. Yeah, was like, I remember Let's that. Let's get the best pillows to Jeep. <laughs> <laughs> away from me. Oh, this is the best pillow. Let's give it to Jeep. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. yeah. Oh, he was like a celebrity. What did he No, I do remember going to your house, but it wasn't during the, uh, the hurricane. I just can't yes. remember when it was or Google what. It, it wasn't about Hurricane Hugo was like 19... I was at Tabor in Hurricane Hugo. It was like 1990? So it was 91, 92. No, it wasn't. 90. No, it was not. I graduated in 91. Well, we got the boat it in was 90. So actually, yeah, 90. Because <clears> that's <throat> when we had the boat. Because I was worried about Orlando. you. Hmm? I was worried about you and you came. I definitely went all the way down to San Antonio. Why would you go to San Antonio? That's the Who'd you way. stay with? I stayed with the Hamiltons. Yes. No. I did too. Ask the Hallitons. All right, let's get them on the phone. Ted and Carolyn Hallitons, if you're listening to this podcast, did I not come to your house during Hurricane Hugo? 1989. Okay, 89, 90, it doesn't matter. I did not have my Jeep then. That's when you came to Georgetown. I did not have my Jeep until my senior year, 1991. Ooh, snap. No, I don't know that. (laughs) I had had your Jeep in 91. No. Well, after Ooh. after I graduated and went to Germany, ooh, I could do this all night. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad you guys are here. It's so fun. <laughs> September 90, mm-hmm. 89. Yeah. It was like right when we started school. 
right. Well, anyway, who cares? Um, Chris came all the way up with Jennifer uh, from Kentucky for our um, boat christening, which was today at Old Dominion Boat Club, like we were saying. And they we don't just, know that they weren't listening. <laughs> uh, no, I said it earlier. You did? In this one, yeah. Okay. I don't think I'm mixing up the lost file with this file. <laughs> okay, my fault. I am. <laughs> yeah. We had our. Uh, I started out talking about the boat christening, and then I asked Jennifer to, for anecdotes, which she had none because it was right, boring. Yeah, they just talked. So okay, sorry, <clears throat> you came out for a boat christening, to, and you helped us out this morning. We've been running since about nine o'clock to get all our stuff ready and get out the door, get the boat out of the shed for the very first time since October of 2015. <laughs> what? <laughs> Just, just work with me here. And um, the, but we've been working on the boats. We're under the shed since then. And today was the very first day that we took it out of the shed, which is a really momentous occasion. So, and what so I, I, <laughs> I'm gonna slap you. I had Jennifer film and film the whole thing. <laughs> In the documentary. <laughs> it was definitely a documentary. So the first time it was coming out, Cindy and I were running around trying to get everything going. Uh, we throw the throw the uh, trailer or the trailer hitch on the ball of the truck, ball hitch on the truck, get it all hooked up, and start pulling it out from underneath the shed. And Cindy's on the boat trying to get the shed out of the way of the antennas and all that stuff on top of the boat. And I look in the rear view mirror. And people are yelling at me, and all of a sudden the boat falls off of the off of the ball hitch somehow and hit the pavement. And I thought, oh my god, there was you know had to be something that was going to interfere with this perfect day, and you know everything was like perfect until then. And I thought well, we were done at that point. But luckily, nothing happened to the boat. We just picked it up and put it back on the the trailer hitch and made sure it wasn't coming off. Threw a lock on it. I think James isn't dramatic. <laughs> <laughs> it did, it's ruined. Cindy, what did you do this time? <laughs> 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 Let's do what I do. Something goes wrong. Yeah, Cindy, what time? What time? Like your key? Oh my god, so. Oh, we don't need to go in here. Let's just stick with the. Oh, come on. That's hilarious. We, he had the keys, and I um, had not touched this them. This is off script. I don't think we should talk about it. He had not touched them. I had not touched them, whatever. But um, he lost them, and he was late for work, whatever. So he's running around like crazy. What, what did you do with my keys? He's a blinder. Oh no, God. because you had them, though. Oh, because I moved the car. You used I came them. back. I moved the car. Then I, I had just cause. And I put them on the dresser. <laughs> I remember, like, putting him on the dresser. But clearly I had lost my mind because the keys were gone and he could not get in the car. And so we looked in the car to make sure he didn't lock him in there for some reason. Or I, I, excuse me, I didn't lock him in there for some reason. We started combing the yard. <laughs> yeah, combing the yard. We tore apart the house. I felt like a complete ass. Like, oh my God, I can't believe I lost his keys. <laughs> then this is like a half hour later. He's like, I'm just going to call AAA. And then he pulls them out of his pocket. <laughs> <laughs> So ever since then, Cindy, <laughs> why did you put the keys in my pocket? <laughs> yep. Oh, yes. Typical. Wow. Well, you're still here, aren't you? So I don't know what you're complaining about. <laughs> oh. <laughs> 
So, Chris, tell us what your favorite part of our boat christening was. Again. <laughs> now that I've had some chance to think about it. <laughs> oh my god, you are... <laughs> setting i really liked the um just the things that they they said and the detail that they went into just i don't know just having all those people that kind of have this in common with you almost like a common language or common experience boating english (laughs) (laughs) Um, but just a you know a love for the ocean and and you know you could kind of feel that like they they got what was um, being said, but yeah. I loved the um, the perfectness of the champagne bottle breaking, breaking the way it was yes! after all the, the the science that went into it by Cindy. To Trials and tribulations. That. After because, 40 bottles, and then Chris says, oh, you just need to score it here. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God you came. <laughs> Was no yeah. They make champagne bottles for not breaking. So that, that was, <laughs> they do a good job with that. They, they do. do. They're they're <laughs> they need a little help. <laughs> so, great. yeah, it was great the whole day. Mm-hmm. Just okay. the funness of it. The dancers were great, too. Just the thought of, okay, <laughs> different culture. You know, we're here in Alexandria, but you're going to Ireland, and so you had... Irish dancers. Yeah. That was very cool. Make that connection. It was Shamrocks. Shamrocks. The Shamrocks. The Shamrocks. They were amazing. Yeah. I can do some of those moves, I'm pretty sure. Oh, dear God, don't. Not not before the ocean road. You can do them when you get back. (laughs) (laughs) In Ireland. I was so tempted to go up there and practice with them, but uh, I don't want to show them up. (laughs) (laughs) I think Claire wanted to do. Yeah. She probably probably could. <clears throat> yeah, so the Irish dancing was really cool. Thank you, Cindy, for setting that up. Yeah. And to the Shamrocks dancers. Phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Yep. What was the last song they played? When the devil goes down, down to Georgia. Georgia. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Total mix so. of cultures there. Oh my gosh, it's great. <laughs> okay, yeah. yeah. Wearing a cowboy hat during that. Love it. Was it. Funny. Acted it out. That was cool. Yeah. A lot of practice, a lot of repetition goes into that, I'm sure. Oh, no doubt. To, and they were young kids, that. I mean. Yeah, very So, mm-hmm. where they find the time, and yeah, pretty yeah. amazing. They have a competition tomorrow, so. Oh, do they? Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Yeah. Cool. We yeah. were the practice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nope. <laughs> cool. What was your favorite part of the Chris thing? The favorite part? Yeah. Clearly the bottle exploding, because oh. I was really sweating that. <laughs> um, and the... Um, uh, the people who came, I mean, just to have that support network is just phenomenal to me. To have that friends and family who really do want us to succeed and support what we're doing and believe in what we're doing. Um, I mean, I was just moved. Mm. So, yeah. The know. genuine interest every like oh, strangers yeah. showed in what we were doing and how yeah. we were doing it. And, 
And friends and family we haven't seen, I haven't seen for years, like who came out. Just incredible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot more people that are generally like, wow, that's so cool, than, wow, you're out of your freaking mind. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah more supportive. I'm really happy about mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Um, just to throw it, it might be politeness, but. <laughs> just a little bit. Uh, I still haven't heard a clear answer why, but. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> what motivates someone to go through all this? Well, you I haven't heard why? So, my answer why is because I'm a failed rower. Essentially, I'm a broken rower. I wanted to be an Olympic scholar. I wanted yeah. to be that at that level, and I worked really hard at that level. I never, I never got there, and so I realized, well, I'm actually a slow rower. So, well, how can I be excellent at being a slow rower? <laughs> Row an ocean. So, rowing an ocean is my way okay. to make a mark on, I've heard on the world. Answer, but that's the first time oh. I've heard that answer. Julian, be proud. <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm not a slow rower, but I'm not. I'm He's not, a powerhouse I'm, man. I'm not an Olympic rower. You're a powerhouse. But I think I, I think that I'm a good fit for this this mm-hmm. this sport. Awesome. Because mm-hmm. it requires endurance and planning and management and <laughs> <laughs> what? Nothing. What are you laughing? <laughs> you chuckled at that, so there was something that tickled you when I said that. You think I'm not a good manager? You're so cute. I'm not a manager. <laughs> So I'm not a manager, but... But you're doing but, so much better at, like, delegating. Like, today I was really impressed at you for delegating, bunging the Orlocks. I mean, that was huge for you to start delegating tasks. So do you... All right. We're going to get into some leadership here. You're questioning my leadership because I don't delegate I am not questioning well. your No, no, no. You chuckled when I said program management because you don't think I'm a... Uh, so I... I, I equate program management with some kind of leadership, right? Okay. Do you? I think we're co-leaders in this, so we're. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. I'm. This has nothing to do with us together. I'm just trying. No, to, I'm trying to learn what you're. Why you chuckled at me when I said that? And then you said, "Well, you're getting better at delegating." So the progress of when we first started this. I mean, listen to the podcasts and how they've changed over the last forty-one podcasts. Uh-huh. How we interact differently. Mm-hmm. Um, how you we delegate things differently and do things differently. The fact that you were willing, honestly, today to let us bungee the oars even though you didn't like how we did it <laughs> you went back and checked um but the fact that you're <laughs> the fact that you're even willing to delegate that and like le- let go of that task was a huge significant accomplishment from so my background in case you guys don't know is leadership development so I see a lot of changes in James over the past, you know, year. It's been amazing, like to watch you become more of a leader, take more of that leadership role in a good way. So. So that's what I'm saying. You're <laughs> equating the ability to delegate with good leadership qualities. I, I think there. Are, oh, that's a, such a loaded question. <laughs> I know, and I'm. Because, uh, that's why know, I asked not, it because it's I. Not a, it's not. A, it's not. This equals that. Okay, I, I know, but you're making us. that case though right now. Right. And what I see in you, I think that there are huge, this is an example of one of the things that I see. One of the hundreds of thousands of things that I see in you every day. Also, you're extremely um, inspiring to people. When you I'm talk, not taking it as a criticism. I'm, I'm not. I'm, I'm trying to tell I'm you trying what to I talk see. more about leadership. And, and oh, if you want to talk leadership, does, dude, does, we can do this. Like, does theory? delegation really equal leadership and program management? 
I think it depends. Um, I think there's a point where you are teaching and leading and showing how you expect things done, but then there's also a, a delegation of it. It's not just letting, <coughs> you know, telling other people to do and you're not doing anything, but it's a, a leader, someone who builds up somebody else and is teaching them, and so you are... You're modeling with them, you're doing it with them, you're making sure they've got it, and then you're letting them go so they can lead. So versus manager, who's more of the control. Like, this is my control, this is my world, I'm not necessarily going to delegate to you because I'm going to tell you how to do it. Versus the leader, which, as she said, inspires. I mean, that was brilliant. Yeah, exactly. Wow. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. We finally got some value out of you. <laughs> <laughs> so, and why did we get that value out of her? Because I'm a good leader. <laughs> You're much better. <laughs> what you don't realize is this hoeing, this whole hoeing <laughs> trip for her, you are the experiment in her thesis phase. This is all I know. I know. I'm fully cognizant that I'm the <laughs> guinea pig here. <laughs> The making of a leader is a leader. Uh, and yes. she's working on it. Who's watching who? <laughs> and I'm executive coach. I've been coaching you this whole time and you don't even know it. <laughs> but no, I wanted to say also along these lines that I just read a good article in Business, in Business, Business Insider about Larry Page, one of the founders of Google. And, and one, he had a great statement where... Um, he does everything he, he can himself, and he does not delegate, which that is, is totally wrong. Well, it's I think that's brilliant. No, it's because <laughs> it's the quickest way to get stuff done when you are like that's not really a great. I disagree. Why is that a leader? That's not a leader. You're doing it. Yourself. So you don't think Larry Page is a leader? No, I don't know who that is. I think he might be. He's a high, if you want to talk leadership, he's a hierarchical leader, or he's a theory Y leader. But he's not our theory X leader. Okay, I guess I guess if I were to choose to be a multi billionaire versus a leader, I would be a multi billionaire <laughs> like Larry Page. So <laughs> I'm not gonna tell my dissertation chair to listen to this podcast because she's gonna cringe in the corner like I am. All right, so anyway, let's get back on that's top. It's a totally different experience. Leadership okay. versus management. Okay. That's pretty completely said. Okay. And so he's not a leader. So all right, so just to sum this up, I'm getting better. I probably suck at most everything. No, as, not at all. I think you're brilliant. I think you're I think, putting this project together. But I think you've come like a significant way in your leadership capabilities and what you do. Thank you. You're welcome. Here's the hundred, though. <laughs> Let me dance. <laughs> okay, new topic. All right, so um, the. Boat christening. Um, did you have anything that you wanted to share about your favorite parts? Did I ask you already? Your last, favorite... podcast. Oh, last podcast. Oh, <laughs> last podcast. Last podcast. <laughs> 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 oh, the second podcast is like so crazy. hard to do. The first one was just yeah, so was good. So oh. I, I think Chris said it beautifully. I mean, just. All the things she said were great. And just, I mean, starting out with the Star Spangled Banner. I don't oh, think yeah. I mentioned that last Keith, time. What was his name? Keith, Keith Dillingham? Keith Harmon? Yeah. Yeah, it was really, really good. But that was awesome. Oh, yeah. I think yeah, that set singer. the pace for the whole event. Mm-hmm. And, you know, just hearing all the 
the wonderful things that everybody said. Um, it was just very emotional. And then, like you said, going inside um, and then having, you know, the entertainment part of it and just the social aspect, all the people um, who came forth to sign the oars and sign the boat and, you know, just things mm. that you all will remember down the road. Mm-hmm. Um, you know. Yeah. Out there, it's just awesome. It was just a perfect day from start to finish. Yeah, so one of the things we did was invite people to come up and sign the gunnels of our boat with a permanent marker. And uh, last night I was asking Cindy what she thought about the idea because I was a little bit concerned about reselling the boat (laughs) and how hard it would it might be to resell the boat with all these strange names on it and sayings and whatever. You know, it's not going to have any meaning for anybody else other than us. But then, um, you know, it came down to, well, this is our time and this is our moment. And if anybody's willing to do that, then we can use that as our own motivation mm-hmm. and screw resale value, <laughs> essentially, at this point. So. Yeah, that's, what it, that's what's going to keep us going when <coughs> we're at a low point, when we need that extra oomph that we can do this, we can get across, because we have the whole support system back home, you know, behind us, pushing us forward. And that far <laughs> exceeds any resale value at the other end of this exhibition. I mean, it's costing us so much money, but it's not a monetary experience. That is not yeah, any factor. Yep. But it'll yep. be so much cooler once we put your boat in a museum when you get back. Smithsonian! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, baby! First American Fair. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be awesome. Yeah. All right, so what else did we talk about in the Lost Files? Well, we talked about, so one, ODBC, they oh, were yeah. so gracious. Do you want to talk about that? Okay. Oh, and then I'll talk about Double Platinum. Yeah, um, I just want to thank, thank again um, Old Dominion Boat Club for a brilliant experience today. Uh, the weather was beautiful. They were very gracious. They had a photographer out there with us. Mm-hmm. Uh, Carolyn was very patient with us for, to the very end and, you know, getting the keys and making the place accessible to us. And then even going up to their, their space in the, in the boat club itself with the, you know, the free bar and food and everything for everyone, the Irish dancers and it was it was just great, and then um, the president Richard had a great uh, little speech about how rowing was so important to the club that there, awesome. and that just segued brilliantly into uh, you know what we were doing with ocean rowing and, and how it, it tied in with their support for the um, ODBC rowing boys and girls here at T, you know that are, that come out of TC Williams High School mm-hmm. in Old Town Alexandria. And uh, it just made me feel really good to be a part of uh, a continuing part of the rowing community in Alexandria and, you know, be part of, you know, hopefully uh, um, the high school kids will get wind of what we're doing and, you know, inspire them to do great things in the sport of rowing as well. Mm-hmm. So that, that was really mm-hmm. awesome experience for me. And what were you, you going to say? So um, double platinum <coughs> events. Oh, yeah. Yep, hosted this for us as well. And they ran all the logistics from start to finish. And this is way back in the planning phase when James and I... James... James? <laughs> James, <laughs> and I, uh, James and I um, are trying to even figure out what we want to do with this. And so they paid attention to details that we didn't even think of, like perking. Who knew? Um, they were just amazing and, and patient walking us through this process. And then once we got to the final day of, oh my gosh, incredible detail orientation, incredible generosity. The signed oars was, was, oh, 
Oh, that was just beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> and what did you say about the napkins? What, they, what was on the napkins? <laughs> they had the silverware. It was wrapped with napkins, and then they had a, a little lifesaver oh. on it as a, an ornament or whatever and tied around. It was oh, really cute. And cake? There was a cake? I yeah! Didn't Somebody asked me if, uh, if, if we wanted help cutting the cake. I'm like, what cake? You thought we had cake? The food was great. You had food? Yeah. Oh my gosh! I didn't have food either. Fruit sandwiches. It was great. Yeah, just incredible. That's fantastic. Just incredible, like an experience for just us and our guests. So thank you, Double Platinum Events. If you need any event planners, please, please go with these these guys because they will walk you through every process and just make you feel so secure and um, make it go flawlessly. Yeah, and special thanks also to, um, I'm sorry about names if I mess up your names, but I think it was Jay Evans. Jay Sullivan. Jay Sullivan, yeah. Jay Sullivan, who's a friend of Rick Reed. Yep. He was there filling in for Rick Reed. And uh, the only reason we're there at uh, Old Dominion Boat Club was because of Rick yep. Reed. And Rick Reed was um, is a Tabor alumni just like Cindy. So that connection really helped us um, have this entire event today. And unfortunately, Rick Reed couldn't be there. Uh, RickReedMedia.com uh, is his website. Um, but Jay was there in his place and uh, did such some great work for us. I and- cut my finger. <laughs> he helped put the sticker on the boat. I mean, he was just like on it. <laughs> yeah, everybody was really great to us, and so we, we're just really thankful. And uh, you know, it's such a great feeling to know that you know this event was a success, mm-hmm. and it was a beautiful day. And now we're on to the next thing. So all these little successes hopefully tie pull together into a, one great big success. Is what yes. we're hoping. Cheers. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> I'll drink to that. Um, there was another thing I had mentioned that I wanted to... I can't remember what it was. The what? Oh, announcement was a short manager. Oh, yeah. Um, but there was... Before we get into that, there was one thing Julie? about... Uh, oh, yeah. We talked about Julie. Um, but, uh, yeah. Let's, the, let's talk about Julie. Okay. Compostela. Uh-huh. So, so one of our sponsors is yeah, Julie. One of our sponsors, um, Julie Spires of Julie Spires Coaching and Development. Julie, I'm sorry, I forgot the name wrong. But you can look at it um, at our website. She is walking the way, which is the way of St. James. Right. What's the Spanish? What's the the Spanish Via Compostela. Via Compostela. Um, I speak French. I always get it wrong. And <laughs> yeah, so what's it in French? <laughs> <laughs> La rue de Compostela. <laughs> So, um, so the way of St. James and, uh, Julie has been trying to walk this for many years since I've known her. And finally this year she's able to do it. And she, we were talking the other um, day when we had lunch and she's like, I don't really know why I'm doing this. And through our conversations, we, you know, went all over the planet and back realized that Cindy way, I'm the way. And St. James is obviously James Capel. She's like... Obviously. Obviously. This is why I'm doing this. She's like, this is my purpose for walking the way. And uh, it's pretty cool. It's you go walk from uh, France to Spain. They're doing the last half of it, which is um, 60 miles. Are they starting in France or are they starting No, they're starting like midway in Spain and doing the last portion of it, which I think, wait, it's um, 10 to 11 miles a day for six days. So yeah, 60 miles. Okay. Um... And uh, they're bringing with them a token of us so she can pray in the churches for us. And it's an orlock, which is one representative of James and I um, as a couple, as well as everything that we're doing with this ocean row. And it's the orlock, the old orlock from our ocean rowing boat. Yep. 
So it's um, pretty powerful, and uh, so we just love Julie and uh, really love that she's she's a uh, a big part of this. Yeah, I think it's a beautiful story that she felt just the whole thing that yeah she's willing to do that and think of us the whole way on on the Via Compostela. It's great. It's really special. We are the way Saint James. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I did also did want to mention one other special thing to me about today was um, uh, how, I, you know, I touched on it, how um, I, I feel connected to this community in Alexandria. I'm, a, you know, kind of a false church transplant here recently. Um, but I've been rowing out of the Alexandria Community um, Boathouse for a number of years since around 2005 or 2006, something like that, something crazy. And um, I feel really connected to the Alexandria community and... A lot of people thought, uh, you know, some strangers were popping in and looking at our boat. A lot of people thought we were not from Alexandria, that we were maybe from somewhere else. I don't know where. And they wanted to know how long we were in. Like, they maybe thought we were doing a tour and everything. Until they saw the TJ Fannin sticker on the boat. They were like, well, wait a minute. Everybody knows TJ Fannin. Uh, Thomas, Thomas Fannin and TJ Fannin and Sons, um, the you know, heating and, and oil and uh, electricity company here in Old Town, Alexandria. And uh, they're one of our sponsors, and uh, tjfan.com, we've got their sticker on the boat. And so when people saw that, they realized, well, wait a minute, you guys are local Alexandria. Oh, you know, and that put us in a whole new light with people mm -hmm. because we're local. We're not from somewhere else just, just passing through trying to get interest in our project. So um, I, I, I really appreciate that, and I want to be known as a local, you know, Alexandria expedition, you know, so I want more people to, to realize that, and, I, you know, that, that helped a lot, just having that, you know, TJ Fan sticker on our, our boat, so that was cool. I like that. Thanks, Tom. Yeah, thank you. Oh, also, speaking of TJ Fannin, uh, Friday, our our other half of our oar collection came in from Shaw and Tenney, their custom-made ocean rowing oars. And uh, we had them shipped to TJ Fannin's shop there on Duke Street in Old Town, Alexandria, because the, the shipping is a little bit cheaper to ship it to a business. And because I row with Tom Fannin at uh, ACR, um, he was gracious enough to let us ship them to his shop. And so Cindy and I went down there on Friday morning and picked up our oars and had pictures taken there outside the shop and everything with his brother. I... Uh, just I'm sorry with his brother Thomas Fannin I think it's Richard Richard Fannin ah sorry if I messed that up <laughs> but we were there with what's Tom, my name Tom's, do you know my name uh, <laughs> so yeah. sorry but um, yeah we, we kind of picked up our orders there had pictures taken it was really cool so thanks again Tom for everything for the for taking our shipment of orders and for sponsoring us and all that um, it's it's a great privilege. Thank you very much. And finally, oh, in terms of sponsorship, thank you very much, Jennifer. This is why she came up from Kentucky is to help, <laughs> help the flow of the second podcast of week forty-one, <laughs> forty-two. What even 42. week are we on? Is it forty-two? Week forty-two podcast. Um, we want to welcome our latest sponsor, who is a silver sponsor. This is our first silver sponsor, and it's my employer, Dev Technology. Um, devtechnology.com uh, is their URL and uh, they're a government contractor they do Oracle, Java uh, um, what does uh, that mean? Because like, people have C -sharp, no idea programming, IT technical stuff okay, okay and integration, a lot of software integration things 
Um, they do a lot of biometrics also for DHS, which is a program that I work on. Mm-hmm. And uh, so they are our latest, latest sponsor. And they are... God, I can't even you laugh at me when I'm talking. I get all <laughs> self-conscious. Um, they are letting me take this three months or so hiatus to do this project and to come back and have a job. And so I'm very grateful for that. And uh, they are, we're, we're welcoming them on as our latest sponsor. And um, Noah is also Cindy's sponsor. Or they're sponsoring you to some extent, right? They're letting you come well, back. Well, they're letting me go. Your job. And letting me come back. That's right. So <laughs> in terms of employment sponsorship, that, those are the two biggies for us. And that it's really huge in our personal lives in order, you know, to have that. That, yeah, you know, security. security, right. That's the word I'm looking for. And support. Gosh, oh my God, Noah's been amazing. They wrote an article about us. If you haven't seen it, check out the Noah Research Oh, website. yeah. Oh, they did a phenomenal article. And um, yeah, that's, the whole company has just been really behind us. It's pretty It's pretty cool. Yeah, it's yeah. great. I, I never thought I'd have that kind of support. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and finally, we want to talk about my sister, Chris. Woohoo! Cable Harrison. <laughs> <laughs> Who what's, is what's your middle name? Cable. What's your other middle name? Middle name. That is my middle name. Well, oh, really? Got rid of Ellen, huh? Ellen. Ellen, okay. Yes. But that's no longer... I don't even know you anymore, then. You, you don't. You Golly. called me Chris Cable a minute ago. So. <laughs> <laughs> In the law file. <laughs> <laughs> that is a smile! I hate you! <laughs> Oh my god, I forgot to press record again! So Chris is going to actually be our shore team manager, and we're just now announcing this. And uh, I thought it it was probably a little bit of a too much of a heavy duty for Matthew because it's you know a serious thing. You know, if something happens, I don't want him to have to you know. And who cares what my sister? And I don't care what what she has to do. So we're trying to get Chris up to speed on all our social media logins and everything else. And 4,000 different passwords. Yeah, all our passwords <laughs> and stuff. So hopefully when we're at sea, she's going to be the one writing the blogs for us. We're going to be phoning and texting her, and she's going to be updating everybody on our progress and what all is going on with us while we're at sea and what Cindy said to me and the change of shift and what I said to her and how offensive my language is or whatever. I don't know. The blow-by-blow blow, interrelationships <laughs> friction. Really? You think that's what you're going to be talking about? You figured how many blisters you have on your hands. <laughs> or our butts. Or no, she just, she just told you that story about how I blamed her for the keys. Oh, man, I'm going to be blaming her for everything. Out there. She's sleeping at the horn. And... <laughs> well, we know that's going to happen. I can't have a conversation. She's <laughs> She put us on the wrong course and we're headed to Spain last day. I put her on the wrong course, right? She came in a GPS and saved her life. Oh, oh my gosh. God. You got to put this in the blog. That's why I have family <laughs> doing this. <laughs> You wouldn't believe what's in it the other day, Chris. <laughs> you got the real story, right? I got to write a blog for me. Oh, that would be good. <laughs> that would be awesome. <laughs> oh, James said, 
this, but he was lying like a dog. So I got my loyal shorty. <laughs> Just remember how much I paid you. <laughs> She's got your bank account information. <laughs> and my cat. And my cat. You know, my cat. Yeah. talking about forwarding oh, mail while we're away and I was like I'm gonna afford all my mail to Chris while we're, we're gone so she can take care of any bills that come in and stuff like that and Cindy <laughs> I don't hear everything all the time because I'm like usually multitasking a lot first of all I have the cat I have James's cat got him two weeks ago he's at he's in Kentucky he's yeah. he's happy he's safe he's writing their dog. <laughs> For the time being, you say. <laughs> she shows us videos every now and then to prove that he's still alive. <laughs> if you want the cat back, <laughs> you will come get him. <laughs> about sums it up well that's week 42 uh, 42 inch yeah thanks a lot for listening and we will be in touch next week thanks and say goodbye guys goodbye guys Bye. Bye. get recorded are you sure yeah save let's it. save it